you ever thought to yourself, what is the Mass? We have a definition of what Mass is. What words might we use? Maybe a ceremony or a ritual, maybe a meal or a sacred banquet, or maybe even just simply worshiping God. All these are good descriptors. They're accurate to a degree. But I think we get a better definition in our gospel today from our Lord, or at least it's implied by the gospel today. We heard from Jesus, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. And whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. What's Jesus getting at here? I want to focus on two words that he used actually quite repeatedly throughout this gospel, and they are flesh and blood. Because when he would have said those terms in first century Palestine to observant Jews, that would have set off massive red lights and warning sirens in their minds, because he is implying sacrifice, a sacrifice, an offering, like the sacrifices offered in the temple to give worship to God flesh and blood. That would have majorly set off alarm bells for them. Because a sacrifice in that time meant slaughtering an animal, taking its flesh and slaughtering it, and consuming the flesh, either on the part of the priest or by the people. Again, think the Passover meal to maybe get an idea. But the blood of that animal was reserved to God alone. The blood was never consumed by the people or by the priest. And he mentions blood four times in this gospel, all within the context of eating my flesh and drinking my blood. He, he's doubling down and upping the ante, really, on this blood reference, or at least that we would drink his blood. And the people are very, very confused. Because normally, again, the blood of the animal, the blood of the sacrifice, was reserved to God. So what is Jesus saying? He is telling us that we will receive that which would normally be reserved to God. That we will partake in what God himself would normally be given. In short, we would partake in a divine sacrifice. He's talking about Calvary. He's talking about the Last Supper, and yes, he is talking about the Mass. The sacrifice that Jesus would offer on the cross and that continues today in the Mass is a unique sacrifice. Jesus is both the one offering the sacrifice. He is the priest. Priests would offer sacrifice. He is offering the sacrifice. But he is also the thing being offered. He is, as they would say, the victim, like that sacrificial lamb being offered up by the priest. Jesus is both the priest and the victim in the sacrifice on Calvary and in the sacrifice of the Mass. So we represent this sacrifice, this offering of Jesus, every time we are here at the altar. And we partake in the flesh and blood of the one that is offered on our behalf. The Mass is a sacrifice, brothers and sisters. That is really its definition. It's the sacrifice of Calvary made present to us today. And we again partake of that flesh and blood of Jesus, the flesh and blood of God himself. 
That's why we hear all throughout the liturgy, especially in the Eucharistic prayer, so many terms that imply sacrifice. We hear words like victim, oblation, gifts, altar, offerings, and sacrifices. All throughout our liturgy, all throughout the Mass, these are the words to describe what we are doing. It is a sacrifice. We are asking God to accept our offerings of bread and wine, turn them into the body and blood of Jesus. Now, ironically, there's actually one very famous person in the history of the church that denied that Mass was a sacrifice, and it was Martin Luther in the earliest, earliest days of the Reformation. He actually even believed to a degree in the real presence of the Eucharist, but denied that Mass was a sacrifice. He described it instead as a memorial meal. And to a degree, we can maybe say that there's some truth to it, but if we eliminate Mass as a sacrifice, then nothing really happens here. All we're doing is just sort of remembering. Nothing happens to us here and now. We don't receive any grace. It would be the equivalent of maybe looking through an old photo album of memories and being like, oh, that was nice, that was nice, that was cool, and just sort of having the feelings come back without actually doing anything. That's part of the reason why Martin Luther, again, to try to get away from this sacrificial language, referred to the altar as merely a table, which, again, analogously we could say has a kernel of truth, but really it's an altar that we have here. This sacrifice does take place in the context of a meal, and we partake of this food from the table of the Lord, but this is first and foremost an altar, a place where sacrifice is offered. That's why even today I'm not the biggest fan of songs that refer to the altar as only a table, because I think we can lose that emphasis, the primacy of the sacrifice. Mass is first and foremost a sacrifice before it is a meal. They work together, yes, but sacrifice is more essential to the Mass. And every Mass, we renew and make present that sacrifice of Calvary. That's why at the Council of Trent, they denounced Luther's teaching and essentially said that if anyone denies that Mass is a sacrifice, they're excommunicated. And I think sometimes, to a degree, in the Church today, we've, you know, have different areas of emphasis, and I think we might be a little emphasizing too much the table elements or the meal maybe today. I think we need to rediscover that love of the Mass as a sacrifice while keeping the meal element there too. We need them both, certainly. We need that emphasis back in the church, in our worship, and in our prayers that Mass is indeed a sacrifice. So, this is an altar, brothers and sisters, more than just a table. And this Mass is a sacrifice offered on our behalf, not just a meal. We partake in this sacrifice, partaking of Christ himself in the forms of bread and wine. So the next time that we ask ourselves, what is the Mass? We can say with confidence that it is the sacrifice of Christ, in which we partake of God himself, where God offers himself for our sins. He is given to us for the benefit of our souls. That's what the Mass is. That's why we are here. Let's not forget about that today and every day as we participate in this great sacrifice that saves us 
and redeems us.